Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising elevated. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Moist line is 877-MOIST86. That's going to be tomorrow, 877-MOIST86. And we got $1,000 to give away coming up in uh, 15 minutes. Uh, New York Times is playing it straight with the Biden uh, documents story. Uh, Biden uh, got a report today from the special counsel, Robert Herr, Her is not going to charge Biden criminally in the case, but said part of the reason is he's elderly with a poor memory and he couldn't remember a lot of basic facts about his own life. Like uh, what year he became vice president, uh, what year his first son died. Uh, He has a poor memory, said the special counsel. And uh, the L.A., uh, the New York Times has four stories on that. It looks to be a straightforward account. I go to the Los Angeles Times. They have absolutely nothing. This story has been out for several hours. They, they, they have nothing on it. Uh, but they, they have stories about uh, Trump's case in the Supreme Court. We will uh, talk about that now with uh, ABC News correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Today, the case before the Supreme Court was Colorado taking Trump off the ballot, claiming under the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment, it uh, disallows uh, people involved in insurrection from uh, being in office, including the presidency. Uh, Trump obviously disagreed with that, and uh, we've had a lawsuit, and uh, the Supreme Court heard the arguments, the oral arguments, and we're going to talk to Stephen Portnoy because it seemed that most of the Supreme Court justices uh, didn't like the idea of keeping Trump off the ballot. Stephen, how are you? 
Hey, John, good to talk to you. I, I heard it like you did, and I counted, I'd say, eight of the nine justices were leaning against the Colorado ruling that uh, orders Trump taken off the ballot in next month's primary. Uh, and it was across ideological lines. I mean, you had you can count the conservatives as being skeptical. But when, when I heard the voices of Elena Kagan and Katanji Brown Jackson questioning uh, whether it was the right move to keep Trump's name off the ballot, you, you had to know that this is going to be an overwhelming and strong majority to strike down the Colorado ruling. The bigger question is how they're going to do it. You know, how are they going to write this opinion? Uh, how is Chief Justice Roberts going to thread the needle uh, and, uh, you know, write a majority opinion or assign a majority opinion that hits all the points that the justices tried to make today? Uh, but they were varied. I mean, one of the things you just said uh, is that, uh, you know, the, the 14th Amendment applies to the presidency. Does it? That was a question raised by Katanji Brown Jackson, because if you read the text of Section 3, it specifically talks about senators, representatives, electors for president and vice president. Those are people in the Electoral College. And it talks about state officials for sure. And then offices under the United States. But does it say the president and vice president? No, it does not. And Katanji Brown Jackson, the liberal justice appointed by Joe Biden, said, why should we construe it to essentially be against democracy? And she said she was troubled by that. So you got to figure she's a vote to strike it down for sure. And Elena Kagan said that uh, there ought to be a national standard for this, not individual states, not a court in Colorado deciding who should or should not be eligible to be president. Right. You could end up with a tit for tat situation where states that lean one way will always try to interfere with the candidacies of those in the opposing party. And you could just Justice John Roberts called that a pretty daunting consequence. And he said it's what would follow if the Colorado Supreme Court ruling is allowed to stand. Did any of uh, Colorado's arguments impress the judges at all? The one justice who I think spoke in a way that was sympathetic was Sonia Sotomayor, who raised this question, because not to get too deep in the weeds in this, but one of the questions is, should Congress have to pass a law that give that gives a framework for how the 14th Amendment should be enforced in this regard. You know, believe it or not, John, there was such a law in the aftermath of the Civil War. And it's kind of complicated, but essentially uh, the, the goal was for federal prosecutors in that period of time, the late 1860s, early 1870s, to go into court and get a federal judge to issue a, a writ or an order that determined that a person had been a Confederate and couldn't serve in a state or federal post. Uh, that law came off the books by the middle of the 20th century because it was seen as antiquated and no longer necessary. So fast forward to today, there is no legal framework in the statutes anymore. And the question is, does there need to be? But beyond that, Sonia Sotomayor said, what about states? And don't states have the right to say that within a state, a certain individual under the 14th Amendment can't serve in state government? And shouldn't a state like the state of California be able to decide whether certain people who run for state or local office have violated the 14th Amendment. And that was a question that I think, you know, the, the judges, the justices might, you know, if, if there's anything here, they might seize on that. This idea that Congress needs to pass a law. Well, what does it mean for the states? If Again, it, let's just say an L.A. County official or an Orange County official were deemed an insurrectionist. What does that have to do with the federal courts? Can't the state of California handle it itself? Did they discuss at all that Trump was not 
charged or convicted of insurrection, and you would think that would have to be a requisite to ban him from the ballot for insurrection? That Well, yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, that did come up, I mean, uh, briefly, because uh, of all the very big questions, and there are lots of them, that's one of them. What about due process? Who's to say that Donald Trump is did engage in insurrection? Who's to say that January 6th was an insurrection? Uh, Brett Kavanaugh said that this is the reason why you need a federal framework here to, to at least have some sort of process whereby, let's just say it's a trial. Yes, fine, but have it in the, under federal law with federal statutes passed with the federal rules of procedure. Because what has happened to date has been a state court of Colorado. They had a trial. And there was a judge who issued a ruling that was overturned by the state Supreme Court. But it's the, the state of Colorado under Colorado law. Different states have different laws, different standards of evidence and different rules. And that's that's a problem when you're talking about the office of president or any other federal office and applying a, 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 a constitutional rule. Now, there's there's a fair question to be asked. Does there need to be a framework or a federal law to see to it that someone who's 18 can't run for president? Right. It says in the Constitution, you have to be 35. You have to be a natural born citizen. You have to have lived in this country for at least 14 years. Well, what about someone who doesn't meet those qualifications? There's no law that governs that. Does there need to be? That's one of the arguments that the Colorado people were making today, that it just it should it should just be obvious and self-enforcing, self-enacting that if the 14th Amendment says you engage in insurrection, you can't be eligible for the ballot. And it's the same in their mind as being under the age of 35. It's just it's just provable. The, the counter argument to that, though, is that the 14th Amendment's third section has a final clause to it. And what it says is that Congress can remove the disability by a two thirds vote. It's unlikely. Sure, but it could happen. And because it could happen, it's different from your age or, your, or the place where you were born or how many years you've been in the country. Because Congress at any time, in theory, could make that decision, even after a person's been elected, if need be. I assume this would block any other states from keeping Trump off the ballot for insurrection reasons. Because Maine, of course has, has uh, made, made some action against Trump, and they were waiting on this decision. I mean, this would apply to all 50 states for this particular case. When the court issues its opinion, we don't know when it's going to happen. We'll read it, we'll be able to analyze it, but undoubtedly it will, it will reinterpret, or really interpret for the first time by the high court, what the 14th Amendment's third section means and how it can be applied. Um, I think after listening to the arguments today, there are a number of ways that the court can say pretty firmly that what the Colorado court did in this case is wrong and that no other state court should be or official should have the power to do what the Colorado Supreme Court has done. But we'll see. We have to see the opinion. But again, what we do, longtime observers and brilliant journalists like myself, what we do is we sit and we listen and we analyze these questions and we get a sense, just a sense of how they're going to rule based on the questions they ask and the statements they make as they ask those questions. Stephen Portnoy, ABC News, thank you for coming on and explaining all that. Yeah, you bet. All right, Stephen Portnoy there. That was good stuff. So uh, coming up, we're going to give away $1,000. Also, I'm going to give you more details. Yesterday, you remember at this time, we had Greg Totten on, and he is the head of the uh, organization that's going to get the Homeless Drug Addiction Retail Theft Reduction Act on the ballot in November. This is the uh, major rewrite of Prop 47.
this would right a lot of wrongs. Well, we've got some uh, more movement on that, more good news on that. That's good news two days in a row. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. What is today? What's today's day? February 8th? Yes. Okay. Mark this day. I say this is the day of the big turnaround in California because people are uh, taking action. Uh, it, it's finally going to be the death of all these progressive policies revo- uh, regarding crime. Two things are happening. Um, first is, where well, we talked about this yesterday at about this time, uh, Greg Totten, uh, the CEO of the California District Attorneys Association, was on with us yesterday. You could hear his interview in the 3 o'clock hour on the uh, podcast. Uh, but he, his organization is called uh, the uh, Californians to Reduce Homelessness, Drug Addiction, and Theft. That's the name of it. They have collected 360,000 signatures to do a huge rewrite on Prop 47. This has the support of uh, about 90% of the public. Uh, and... There's three components to this, if you didn't hear. And the three components are uh, they'll start prosecuting for repeated theft. You won't be able to steal $950 every day anymore. I think the third time you're going to be charged with a felony. Also, if you have drugs on you, that'll be a felony unless you want to go to uh, drug treatment. Okay, that's the second part. Third part is they're going to go after fentanyl traffickers with stiff felonies and prison sentences. And when you look at all three of those, the support goes all the way up to 94%. So it's a rewrite of Prop 47 when it comes to theft, when it comes to sending uh, drug addicts on the streets, forcing them into uh, treatment or they go to jail, and then major strengthening of the laws against uh, fentanyl trafficking, which are pretty flimsy right now. This is huge. Second thing that's happening is two left-wing Democratic mayors from Northern California, San Francisco Mayor London Breed and San Jose Mayor Matt Mahan, are endorsing the Homelessness, Drug Addiction, Retail Theft Reduction Act. They're endorsing it. Mayor San Francisco, London Breed, is up for re-election. He, she says, the challenges we are facing related to fentanyl and organized retail theft require real change to our state laws. This act will make targeted but impactful changes to our laws around fentanyl and help us tackle chronic retail theft that hurts our retailers, workers, and our cities. Matt Mahan, the San Jose mayor, says, we cannot be afraid to challenge the status quo when it is clearly not working for our residents. Prop 47 was well intended, but what really matters is its impact. And it's hurting far too many families and small businesses across the state. This is huge. When you look at the 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 the, the number of votes in San Francisco and San Jose, which normally uh, goes for progressive ideas, they vote for these these idiotic propositions. And now you got the two mayors. Because San Jose, I think, is the second largest uh, city by population in, in, in the state. 
And and so the, the, the two major political figures in these cities are saying, no, 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 this has got to be rewritten in a, in a very meaningful way. I mean, that that is that is fantastic because, uh, you know, they see that they're going to go down the drain with this. This crime, nobody wants this crime. I don't care about your political uh, persuasion unless you have an affinity for criminals like George Gascon does. Uh, nobody wants this. You don't want to live this way. It's funny, I had this uh, vague memory, and I looked it up. Three years ago, London Breed wrote an op-ed piece for the Los Angeles Sentinel, which is a uh, newspaper with a large uh, black readership. And she urged that you do not vote for Gascon, that you vote for Jackie Lacey again. Breed was the mayor when Gascon was the district attorney. And she wrote, Gascon left town before his turn was finished. He has a long history of going whichever the way the wind blows, saying whatever suits his political purposes, and only looking out for himself. I have opposed his candidacy from the start, and for that very simple reason, Gascon was bad for San Francisco, and he would be bad for L.A. I remember this. Nobody listened to her. But this, this woman was the mayor of San Francisco when Gascon started the destruction of that city. You, he wrote, he co-wrote Prop 47. He co-wrote Prop 47. DA in San Francisco when they started going in the toilet. And now look what's happened here the last three years. I cannot think of another man in the history of California who's done more destructive things to the day-to-day -day life of ordinary innocent people than George Gascone. He really stands by himself. And the ballots uh, went out in the mail, I believe, on Saturday. Um, no, on Monday. On Monday, they were mailed out. So Tuesday and Wednesday, yesterday, you should have gotten them in the mail. Vote for district attorney. We're going to talk more about the candidates. Uh, there, are, there are certain candidates that are stronger than others. We want to get two of the candidates in the runoff, neither one, Gascon. We have to get two opponents in the runoff. Neither one, Gascon. Wish I could split up the whole audience and say, on this side, you vote for candidate A. This side, you vote for candidate B. Nobody votes for Gascon. And then we'll figure it out after March 5th. More coming up. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Are the old world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. 
Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You're listening to John Kobelt On Demand from KFI AM640. We've had a lot of uh, serious, heavy stuff today, a lot of breaking news involving uh, Biden and, and Trump and uh, you know, the rewrite of Prop 47. We have uh, a couple of funny things. Um, this one cracked me up, and we got a TV report. Um, I, do you know somebody, based on this story, somebody one day could steal KFI? Will Wait, they what? steal us too? Um, they could. They could. Well, in Alabama, there was a radio station, and thieves stole their two hundred foot radio tower, like the actual transmitter. <laughs> they Why? stole the whole thing. Why? And here, we got a report on this. <laughs> I don't want to give anybody out oh, their ideas. I mean, right. everyone's stealing everything in sight. If they could do it in Alabama, they could do it here. This is WBRC Fox 6, and the station is WJLX in Jasper, Alabama. Cut five. Station general manager Brett Elmore remains hopeful that somebody shares information that allows law enforcement to find those responsible for the theft. Still, even he is blown away 
by what happened. I've tried all weekend to, to figure it out, and I just can't. I've, I've been in the radio business around it all my life and, and then been in it for 26 years professionally, and I can say I've never heard of anything like this, and this one... I've seen it all now. Elmore says they first learned the theft on Friday. He says a Bushhog crew went down to the WJLX tower site to clean up the property, but the thieves had already cleared it out. When he arrived, he called me on Friday and said, uh, the, the tower's gone. And, I, and I, so I said, what do you mean the tower's gone? You know, and uh, are, you, are you sure you're at the right place? You know, and he said, no. He said, the tower's gone. There's wires everywhere and it's gone. Elmore says they are working with the FCC to get temporary authority to carry on while they rebuild the AM side of their operations. Still, it's unclear just how long the rebuild efforts could take. This really hurts a small operation like this, but like I say, uh, I believe we're going to find out who did this. It's a federal crime, and it, it absolutely will not be worth it to them. Again, if you know anything at all, they're asking you contact either Crime Stoppers. You see someone walking around with a 200-foot radio tower. <laughs> all right, so I was staring at this thing today, and I'm tr I was trying to figure out, well, if somebody stole the tower, didn't you notice in the studio that you were no longer broadcasting? I was going to ask that very same question. Well, and as I'm looking through here, apparently I, it's an FM-AM combination. They have an FM translator. And they have an AM signal, but I guess everybody must listen on FM and, and none of the listeners on AM noticed or they didn't notice looking at their own. Maybe they just don't have any listeners. I, <laughs> that's another possibility. Eric, if somebody stole the KFI transmitter, you'd notice on the control board there, right? Yeah, we have a whole system where if we go off the air and there's dead air and no one's talking for a certain amount of time. We have an alarm that goes off, and that basically tells us we are off the air, and we need to get well, IT to fix this. How did they? How did they steal it? And the owner didn't know. That's a great question because I mean, our transmitter. I'm not going to say where it is, but <coughs> pass yeah, by our transmitter don't. on the freeway, <laughs> and it is huge. Yeah, it's, I've been there. It's gigantic. So I don't know how they did this. This is quite the feat. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed. It is. And, and, you know, what was funny about this story, I don't know if you noticed, he, he, was, he said a bush hog crew went down to the tower to clean up the property. And they just dropped that phrase, bush hog crew. I guess all the locals in Jasper know what that means. Yeah, what's that, a bush hog crew? Yeah, that made sense to the, to the TV viewers. What is a bush hog crew? I don't know. 200-foot radio tower? I'm... I'm Wow, they need uh, they need to work on their marketing. <laughs> but what do you want to do with that? I'm guessing uh, recycle the uh, yeah the steel. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's yeah. like stealing copper yeah. wires here. Yep. Now this story is also funny in a different way. Um, the mayor of Dalton, Illinois, is Tiffany Henyard, and uh, Tiffany is under fire from everybody else on the uh, on the town council. They call it the board. Uh, she, she, you know, the average, the median salary in, in Dalton is $24,000. And, and, and she makes a lot more than that. And uh, they're accusing her. Let me, let me get the story here. Okay, she makes a combined salary of nearly $300,000.
The median income in Dalton is 24000 She not only has a hefty paycheck, she uses the town credit card a lot, and she spends a lot of money on her hair and her beauty treatments. Well, it's expensive being a woman. Uh, she and other officials spent $67,000 on trips to New York, Austin, Atlanta, and Portland. First-class flights, first-class accommodations, Four Seasons Hotel, they spent $9,000. In New York, they spent $13,000. So the rest of the uh, members of the board were laying into her about all the success of spending. Now, I saw a picture, and she's got really nice hair. I would hope so. She Re spends enough really money nice on. hair, and, and she's a really nice fashion, too. She dresses really well. But she got angry at the board and claimed that they were all picking on her because she was black. Except the whole council is black. If you look in the photo. <laughs> anyway, listen, listen to her. She goes off for about a minute here. Because y'all got false narratives out there. And y'all should be ashamed of y'all stuff. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. All the stuff that y'all did to get people to come to our community, to just diss and down our community. Shame on y'all. Because when I want to attack and take any of y'all seats, I run. I run for the seat. I don't do smear campaigns. I don't do all this mess. It's nonsense. Because at the end of the day, we still got to live in this village. Oh, well, well, y'all don't live in the village, but we still got to live in the village. Y'all got prostitute rings. Y'all got car rings on y'all block. Dogs, stolen dogs on your block. Brittany Norwood, two doors from you, and you don't even know it? Come on. But you live here. Y'all stuck with the nonsense. Y'all do pay to play. But yet, y'all point fingers at other people. Stop. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, that's Tiffany Henyard, the mayor of Dalton. They think her spending is so bad it might bankrupt the town. Oh, my. Because if people are only making 24 grand, they're paying very little in taxes. And, and she's uh, taking in 300 grand and spending uh, tens of thousands more on these trips. But really nice hair. Yeah. Now stop with the nothing. Well, <laughs> she should have nice hair. She spends so much. She should look beautiful and right. amazing for all right. that she spends she's, on herself. She, she's the mayor. The mayor has to have nice hair. No, you would appreciate her hair. I'm sure I would. <laughs> I don't spend that much money on myself. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. I've been uh, tracking the Los Angeles Times, and after, God, when did I first hear about this story? It was breaking, I know, when I was driving in. So uh, it was uh, 1130, 12 o'clock, yeah. Uh, they had the story of um, on cable news on CNN and Fox that uh, the uh, special counsel in the Joe Biden documents case had released his official report, no criminal charges, but that uh, that Biden has a very poor memory. And... <laughs> He couldn't remember uh, the years he was vice president and couldn't remember the year that his son died, among other things. Uh, he couldn't remember details about the Afghanistan uh, conflict uh, when he was in office. And uh, basically, they said they're not going to charge him because they don't think a jury would convict a, a well-intended elderly man with, with serious memory problems. Uh, in other words, nobody nobody would be able to tell if he did this willfully or not. Hide the documents. He he just 
And, and so this really is case closed on whether Biden should be president today, let alone campaign and run for a second term. Because if it's this bad in February of 2024, what do you think it's going to be like five years from now in January of 2029? So who's going to vote for him? Why would anybody vote for him? I mean, certainly there's got to be a couple of hundred uh, other people who at least would be conscious, even if they're going to even if they have the same policies. Uh, it, it's really stunning here. What's funny is the New York Times uh, is, is running a, several straight-ahead stories about it on the top of the front page, at least four. The Los Angeles Times, I saw that they had allegedly gutted their Washington bureau. I guess that's true because there isn't a single story in the L.A. Times about this, and it's the lead story everywhere else, multiple lead stories in some publications. But the, with the L.A. Times, it, it, it's as if it hasn't happened. Or are the progressives there? They don't want to share the bad news. They don't think it would be appropriate to share the bad news because that would only strengthen Donald Trump. I mean, that's really possible. It's possible they have no writer in Los Angeles, in uh, Washington to write about it. But they, they, they have the Associated Press. They could just rewrite what the New York Times has done. You know, plagiarism is popular these days. Here, here's some of the exact quotes from the uh, special counsel's report, Robert Herr. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory did not remember when he was vice president. Uh, forgetting the first, the first day of the interview, he forgot when his term ended. Quote, um, when did I stop being vice president? And on the second day of the interview, he couldn't remember when his term began. Was I still vice president? He did not remember even within a few years when his son Bo died, his memory was hazy uh, about the Afghanistan debate. Uh, he didn't seem to remember who on his staff were his allies and who argued against him. Um, and we considered that Biden would present himself at a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And that they wouldn't be able to get a conviction because you'd have to prove a mental state of willfulness. Willfulness. Uh, Biden's memory was significantly limited, both in recorded interviews with a ghostwriter in 2017 and in the interview with our office in 2023. So they have um, documentation that indicates Biden was having serious memory problems seven years ago. Conway's here. Hey, I, I find it all pretty sad. I mean, if my, you know, when my dad got to that stage, uh, he needed somebody around, you know, to help yeah. him out. Now, he didn't run the country. No, my dad was in uh, was in a nursing home. But let me see if I can figure this out. Okay, Obama won first in 2008. So February or late January, early February 2009 to 2017, mm -hmm. he was vice president. Yes. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't follow this crap that closely. And you're not that sharp these no, days. No, 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 no. I know when he's vice president. Yeah. And I, that's wild. He didn't know. Yeah. That's crazy. There's something comforting about losing that kind of memory and that kind of, uh, you know, daily. Oh, God, isn't there a lot of things you'd like to forget? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we got uh, no rain in the forecast, so we're not going to talk a lot about the rain. Uh, Dean Sharp is coming on with us. That guy's great. Uh, we have some bad news. The five Marines aboard a helicopter that went down out of San Diego are confirmed dead. The bravest guys in the world, man. It's so tough to lose really brave men like that. And then uh, we have the Super Bowl coming up, and also Kobe Bryant is getting a statue mm. at Crypto. 
Are you going to that? Uh, no. No. I asked Petros we, if he's going. He's a sports guy. He goes, I don't go at anything. It's no. happening right now. We don't, we don't. It's happening right now? Yeah, I'm watching Get down right there. Now. Get down there. You have to hurry. Yeah. <laughs> but what? that's, uh, I'm, Eric, why aren't you there? Well, someone's got to run John's board. Yes. Doesn't sound See, like sometimes anybody runs it. Hey, <laughs> that's a mode on you, Eric. That's a smoke. Smoked him. Smoked him. Are you done abusing him? <laughs> Not hey, yet. at least no one stole our transmitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two hundred foot transmitter gone. That's great. That's a great story. Now, <laughs> way to keep an eye on the equipment. <laughs> All uh, right, it could happen to us. Ding dong. That's right. It could happen. In fact, right Gascon now. might be out there now. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, Ding Conway's dong next. with you, Johnny Colbelt. Yes, yeah, so and right. we've got uh, Crozier with the news live in the KFI twenty four hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.